not your strength, but it's God's armor that he provides to every single believer. First, and put it on. <laughs> put it on. Put it on that ye may be able to, watch this, stand, to oppose, to not be moved, to resist, to not be deceived against the wiles, the method, the strategy. It's a chess match. And the devil is throwing everything at you and it's personal. He won't attack you the way he attacks me because you not me and I'm not you. But since he's been watching you since you've been knee high to a duck, he knows what to bring your way. I'll sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Smart, insidious, ingenious, not happenstance. Funny, he tells God about Job, he said, I will make him curse you to your face. And then Job's wife, after all they'd gone through, she said, won't you curse God? You think that was just happenstance? He was speaking in her ear to plant that thought in Job's head. May I ask you a question? What is the devil planting in your mind? We wrestle, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Our battle is not with one another. Though it seems like it. That person that, that can't stand you is just a distraction to move you out of position. We wrestle against this army that is spiritual principles and powers and against rulers of dark, darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of weaknesses in heavenly places. It says, therefore, take up the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in that evil day and haven't done all. Stand. Turn to your neighbor and say, stand. I know it's hard, but stand. I know you got to cry sometimes, but stand. I know you don't feel like it sometimes, but stand. Tell them God has given you everything you need to stand. Somebody ought to give God some praise because you needed to hear that. How did we get here? What happened that this demonic influence has invaded? Watch this. Our world that was given to Adam but Adam, because he was man's representative, when he fell, we all fell with him. 
It is the principle of representation. It is the principle that one represents the whole crew. It's not the only time you see this. You see this when David is going to fight Goliath, the Philistines in Israel, and they are opposed on two sides of the valley. And in Samuel, first, first Samuel 17, you know, Samson comes out, not Samson, but Goliath comes out and says, don't you have a warrior? Don't you have a champion? He says, I am my people champion. He said, instead of us doing this, you send out your champion. And your champion fight me, their champion. And whoever wins, the whole empire wins. So let's quit all this and send out your man. Do you know that Adam was God's man who represented all of us in the garden? The devil was never fighting with God. He was upset that God loves us. He was upset that God put his image in us. He laughed and said, you going to give all that to that puny thing? <laughs> to that weak thing? Listen to this. To that lamb? <laughs> and I'm a liar? My brothers and sisters, if we could see the spiritual world Thank God we can't. Let me stop right there. I'm so glad we don't because we couldn't take it if we saw it. There is a covering over our minds. There is a protective covering that do not allow us to enter into that realm. And for most of us, that realm don't enter into our world unless God finds it necessary. Unless God finds it necessary. Listen to 1 Peter 5, 6, and 11. He says, therefore, listen, instructions on how to win. Notice what he don't say. He don't say, gird up yourself. He says, humble yourself. That is directly opposed to the way most of us think. Most of us want to show our strength, our power. Can, can I tell you something? God is, has taught me and still teaching me. My strength is no power to Satan. The, the devil will destroy you when you try to use your puny strength against a spiritual demonic angel who is spiritual, who's a genius. Listen, the, 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 the biggest thing the church needs to recognize that in ourselves and of ourselves, we can do nothing. Our biggest problem is our pride. 
We struggle. We struggle. Because we have no clue what we fighting, who we fighting, and how to fight, even though God gives us instructions. Listen to 1 Peter 5, 16. He said, humble yourself, listen, under not just any hand, but under the mighty hand of God. You know, let, 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 me, let me just say this. You know what he said? He said, just say yes. Charles Stanley says this. He says, our job is just to be obedient and leave the results to God. Whenever we think we know better, Whenever we have another opinion, we are playing right into the hand of the devil. Now, don't get me wrong. If you know God, he'll, he'll keep you. But, but you got to know whose voice you're listening to. There's, there's a voice of the world which Satan, he has this whole world in his sway. Then there's a voice, you got a voice. Your opinion, your feelings, can, can I help you? Your feelings is not saved. God really is not that concerned about how you feel. He's concerned in getting you through this battle. Even in the army, they train special forces to, to, to jump at command. Because when you go into battle, you have an experienced leader who's been there and he's trying to navigate you. And if you hesitate, and if you don't listen, your life is in danger. My, my brothers and sisters, our obedience to the word of God and to the voice of the spirit is critical. It's critical. Listen, under the mighty hand of God, watch this. And he, listen to what he says. He says in due time, which means then, what it doesn't say, but it leads to, it means Especially when you're going through. Especially when you're under attack. And he says, in due time, but what's due time? When God sees his time. <laughs> oh, this is so hard. Well, that means that we have to learn how to wait on him. And when you can't do nothing else, just to wait on him. That's why praise and thanksgiving is so important that when you can't move forward and it looks like nothing is happening, the best thing you could do is open up your mouth and start praising God for who he is, what he has done in the past, and that you trust his keeping power. speaking warfare. I'm speaking into the warfare that all of us battle with whether we know it or not. 
go to the next verse. Casting, listen, the whole of your care. What do you mean by that is don't give him half of it. Don't give him part of it. Don't go back and take it back. The reason why we don't know, don't know the peace of God because we don't trust him. This is a faith fight. Say that with me. This is a faith fight. What is critical for you to walk in the power, the peace, and the benefits of God is your faith. Your faith is just trusting God at his word. Can I say this? Let me say this. Let me just say this. You can't have a relationship with someone you don't trust. Just a husband and wife. When, when they show you you can't trust them, you can't trust their heart, you can't have a relationship with that. You forgive them, but forgiving and trusting is two different things. You forgive for you, but you don't put yourself in harm's way when you know somebody don't care nothing about your heart. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Our, our, our Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship with the creator that created you for his delight. Because he wants a relationship with you. And if you don't trust him, then you can't have the benefits of him. Let's go on. Oh, I ain't going to get nowhere. I can see that now. He said, be sober-minded. And this is what he's saying. He said, think biblically. The word of God has to be more than what I read. It has to get in me. Has to get in you. To the place that you become a walking word. Now, let, me, let me explain that. It doesn't mean that you are quoting it all the time. It means that, that you are living it. it it's amazing that when you open up your heart to God, and you trust him and you're reading the word, that if you get ready to say something, and the Holy Spirit will correct you before you say it. <laughs> you get ready to say something or do something, and the Holy Spirit will blow a whistle. <laughs> Matter of fact, he, he will actually put boundaries on you. Come here, come here, guys. Come here, come here, come here, come here. I, I got illustrations for you. I got an illustration of the battle of our mind that we are in. Justin, I didn't really call you up, but 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 since you comment, you're gonna play the part I was gonna play. Amen. Let's see. Let me position them in the right way. Chris, you come on this side. Thank you, Lord. You said you don't want me, you want Justin. You grab his hand. This is you. 
This is the unsaved. This is the, this is you unsaved. That's the Holy Spirit. That's the flesh. T.D. Jakes did an excellent illustration of it. Now watch this, watch this, watch this. The reason why there is a cord there that is like an umbilical cord of a baby and a mother is that he's not saved yet. And God is pulling to try to get his attention to accept Jesus. The reason why he's not holding his head because the Holy Spirit is not in him. The Holy Spirit is around him, but there's a cord. Let me explain it further. What kept us when we was unsaved was this core is full of mercy. There's a common grace, which is not saving grace, but it's a common grace to everybody, and there is a line of mercy that does not let God judge you because he wants grace to catch you. And every time you hear the gospel, every time somebody speaks Jesus, he'll bring up things in your mind. He's speaking to, watch this, not the brain. The brain is the physical part. The mind is your feelings, your thinking, your conscience, the seat of your heart. This is the world. This is the flesh. This is the part of you that when Adam fell, you fell. It don't listen to God. It's, it's the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. And this whole world is, 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 is in its sway. It, it deals with your emotions. It tries to capture your thinking, and it's pulling. Notice, hold on, hold on, hold on. Notice, your flesh is bigger than the spirit to you. Know why? You've been walking in this all the time. You've been unsaved. You've been feeding it. Okay, you get saved. You now are joined to the Holy Spirit. You're the temple of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Holy Spirit has come to live in your spirit. Your spirit is now made alive where it was dead. Now, now, the spirit is talking, but guess what? The flesh is too. You have a will to which way you look. If you look towards the, the spirit, you begin to hear what he's saying and begin to go that way because the way you look is the way you're going to follow. <laughs> Notice what's happening. The flesh is tapping you. Hold on. And then the devil will make things happen around you to get you distracted from looking at the spirit. Okay, he just, something happened that broke his heart and he They'll ask you, which one got your attention? All right, all right, good question. Good question. 
got to understand this. God went through this with the angels who was in his presence. The devil was Lucifer. He was beautiful. He was, man, must have did music. He just, his temper. See, that he's still talking. Holy Spirit still talking. Talk, Holy Spirit. And guess what? The flesh is still talking too. Now, now watch this. Satan wanted to become God. And he rebelled. And one third of the angels rebelled. Earth is the testing spot for us. You know why? God's not going through that again. Right now, the battle in your mind is who are you listening to? Right now, the battle is who got your attention? Right now, who, whose voice do you hear? That's why God came down in the garden and said, who told you you was naked? Come back into the camera shot. My, my question is, are you winning the battle? That's why Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, he said, do not be conformed to this world, which means fallen Satan, the prince of the power of the air, which he says in Ephesians chapter 2, he said that we all used to live this way. We once were dead in our spirit. And this is all we knew, and this is all we followed until we got born again. Now he was quickened in his spirit because the Holy Spirit made him alive and came inside of him. Now watch this. Now he said, the prince of the power of the air, which means Satan sends out his attitude, his thinking. It's like a radio wave. The problem is this. We can choose to listen to either one. The non-believer only hears this. He hears God calling, but he can't hear nothing else. We who are saved you ought to be able to hear the voice of the Spirit. You ought to hear God directing you, correcting you, rebuking you, encouraging you. You ought to hear God trying to navigate you through what you're going through. You ought to hear him say, peace be still. You ought to hear him say, I got you if you just trust me. God will allow the word of God to come back up in your spirit and speak to you. If you're not hearing the word of God, if you're not hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit, you better check your salvation. Why? Because in your mind, you make the choice. Which voice you hear and many times, watch this, because we're more familiar, more comfortable. You know what he just told it? You remember how we used to hang out? Hold on. This is 
demonic inspired. Some of us are playing and listening to demons and we don't even know it. What will happen is if he keeps looking this way and, and grieve, then this is grieving the Holy Spirit is if we are not listening. After a while, the Holy Spirit quit talking. Until we come to our senses. This is battle. The war that has happened with Russia and, and Putin. All the shootings and, 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 and all the terrible things. Had a friend that passed not too long ago. Years ago, I asked him, we, he was one of the ones who did most of the stuff I did. I, of course, me being extreme, I did more than him. But I asked him, I said, man, do you, do you believe God? He said, he said, I know that there is a God because I see evil. I see all the evil that's going on. I see the devil shows himself. When God hides himself until you get serious with him. He won't show himself until you look his way. Moses would have never saw the burning bush if he did not turn aside and go see what was happening. He knew a phenomenon was happening, but, but God, God, was, God said, if you want me bad enough, you're going to come chase me. God has been working in all of our lives. The question is, are you looking? Are you listening? Go down to verse 6. Ephesians chapter 2, verse Is that six? Yeah, go back up to five. No, I said. And when we were dead in trespasses and sin, he made us alive together in Christ. By grace you have been saved. Yes, Not works. Listen, you can't work to get the Holy Spirit. It's that you accept it by believe in Christ and he comes into your life now our job is to walk with him listen listen God won't let you date him and the devil at the same time and if you keep on insisting on listening to the devil the Holy Spirit gets quiet at first, he's convicting, but, but you know, you can shake it off, shake, shake it off. God, God, God told you to stop, but go ahead and shake it off. But my, my question is, who pulling your strings? We are either growing worse or growing better. There is no such thing as standing still because of the kingdoms that are after your soul. 
Jesus trying to give you abundant life in your spirit, and the devil has come to kill, steal, and destroy. And the first thing he tries to kill is your faith in your image of yourself. Depression, low self-esteem, jealousy, envy, drunkenness, drugs, sex of all kinds. See, it doesn't matter what you're into if it's not from the Holy Spirit. It's coming from the devil. Yes, sir. The battle is they're trying to get your mind. Some of us, even safer, can get so caught up that you justify what you do. Keep playing with the devil. Keep playing. Let me tell you what happened. Sin will take you farther than you want to go. It would keep you longer than you want to stay. And it will cost you more than you want to pay. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you. I, I, think, I'm, I think I'm Shannon. <laughs> Look what he says. The enemy, the devil, prowled like a warm lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. This is real. This is real. There are dogs in Africa called the wild dogs, and they're all different colors. I mean, these things look thin, but they're strong. And the way they kill their prey is they would get on either end and pull. They literally pull them apart. You know what Satan is doing? It's not fast, it's slow. It's, it's not overnight, but, but he, he degrades you that any residue of you being looking like God becomes gone. He wants us to become more animalistic than God. His agenda is to erase from you anything that looks like God. His, 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 his agenda, his sight is really not about us. It's really about God. But the only way he can hurt God is to destroy us. Look what God says. He says, he says, he says, he says. But seek someone to devour. He said, but that means that, that there's a comma, there's a pause, there's a change in everything he says. He says, but resist him. 
Not run from him, but stand and resist him. No, that's telling me. God has given every Christian that names the name of Jesus the power not to. Uh, somebody didn't get that. God would not have not equipped you with enough power to resist the devil when he comes to, to, to get into your mind. You need to start speaking the word. You need to start praising God. You need to renew your mind that your mind agrees with the spirit. Let's move on. He says, he says, be firm in your faith. You can't be wishy-washy. You can't say I say. You can't talk anything. You can't believe anything. If, if you believe anything, the devil's going to throw everything at you. You got to know where you stand, even if you got to stand alone. It takes courage to be a Christian. Because when everybody else doing wrong, you got to plant your feet and say, I choose to do right. Even if everybody else is doing wrong, and I believe God's going to bless me sooner or later. You don't have to act like the world. You don't have to do like the world. The world is going to hell in a headbasket. Do you want to go with it? This is the war of our wars. And God has given us strategy to win. Let me finish this up. He says, stand firm against his attack. He said, be rooted. Be established. Don't just mean that you got the word so strong. You've been walking in it so strong that until God tells you that, that you interpret it wrong, you're going to stand. God said, do you trust me like that? You know what? That's why Satan was allowed to attack Job because God knew that Job was rooted, established, strong, immovable, and determined. Is that our level of faith in him? Do we trust the heart of God, the love of God towards us to that degree? Watch it. Knowing that the same identical suffering that are, what's it, appointed. Huh? Is that arbitrary? Charles Spurgeon said this, and I agree with him. He said, he wrote, he said, if there was another way to get us in our relationship with God, 
that was easier than what you're going through, God would have did it the other way. Let me show you a picture of that. Jesus is in the garden. He said, Lord, let this cup pass me. Lord, if there's another way in order for them to be saved, let me not be separated from you. You know what? Don't you think that if there was another way, that God would have done it another way? Listen, the scripture says that God loves you like he loves his only begotten son. So don't you think if there was another way to get us spiritually in a deeper relationship with him because he knows he's the best that could ever happen to you, don't you think he would have gave us an easier way? Talking to my son one day, years ago, and he said, Dad, I know I'm going to have to spank my child one day because of their rebellion. But after I spank them, I want to hug them. I walked away, went downstairs, then I came back up. I said, Brent, why? He said, I want them to know that I'm correcting them for the behavior, but I always love them. <laughs> then I thought about it. Through every whooping that my God has given me, when I was at my worst, he came and hugged me. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Listen, sometimes he didn't even whoop me. He just filled my room with the Holy Spirit. It just loved on me. I know there's somebody here. When you know that you've been bad to the bone, but God, your heavenly Father, wraps his loving arms around you. And the only thing you could do was, I'm sorry. I don't know why you love me so much, but I'm glad, but I'm glad, but I'm glad that you do. Listen to what it says. It says, he imparts his blessings and favor who calls you out of his own eternal glory in Christ. He himself completes, confirms, strengthens, and establishes you, making you what you ought to be. Somebody ought to shout on that. He's working on us. He's molding us. He's shaping us. Listen, the devil is being used as a tool to shape us, become stronger, 
to trust him more, to shine for him more, to walk with him more, to love him more. God is up to something. He's sovereign. He's in power. His dominion is forever that he got me. And I'm going to trust him. He's shaping me. He's molding me. He's helping me. He's calling me higher and higher and higher. Yes, we got to cry sometimes. Yes, we got to moan sometimes. But when he gets finished, like Job said, we're going to come out as pure. When I look over my life, it was not the mountaintop where I learned him. It was the valley road. It's when he had my full attention. It's when I had no one else to run to. It's when he boxed me in the corner and said, I'm going to level you whether you like it or not. His heart is towards you. His love is for you. He don't have to explain himself. He's God. But if you trust him, He'll show you the next level of his love for you. He'll show you his heart towards you. Do you know what? You can't help but fall in love with Jesus. <laughs> and if you really see him, and you sit quiet before him, and you let him show you his heart, you'll fall more and more and more in love with him because you'll see how much he loves you. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! There's ministers here who will pray for you and share with you the love of God through Jesus Christ. That he paid the price for your sins. He took the wrath of God as Father so we don't have to. That's love. That's love. And he'll walk with you for the rest of your life. For those of you that are watching, it's simply saying, Lord, I accept you in my life. I repent of my sins. And I say, Lord, I'm yours. I believe that you died for my sins and you rose again. And today, teach me how to walk with you. Teach me how to hear you. Teach me how to choose you. And if you do that, God is faithful that he will show you. You can call the 400 number, 5131 number, and someone will call you back. Father, Father, Open our eyes. We are so blind to the reality of your love. 
of your care, of your ways. Lord, let the light shine in. Help us begin to see it, to get it, and fall in love with Jesus. He's the expression of your love. So, Lord, touch even now. Everyone that's under the sound of my voice, allow your spirit to invade their space and they hear you calling. They hear you speak love to them. They hear you reaching out. Open up, bind Satan, that Satan can't hold them no more. And they have to come run and say, here I am, Lord. Here I am. I'm yours. Touch, Lord. Touch, Lord. Even now, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, we worship you, we praise you, we thank you. Lord, we love you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Give God some praise in the house.